Bills Only Podcast Time. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host. This week, we have comedian Leah Bishop. Fun episode. You will enjoy it. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Review us if you haven't already. This week, I'm at The Drop in Indiana, 27-28th in South Bend, Indiana. Next week, Man, got some cool shows. Just go to paulfcomedy.com for all the upcoming dates. I got so many cool things happening. We don't have time to talk about my upcoming dates, okay? Go get a shirt, too, while you're at it. paulfcomedy.com has my Better Call Paul shirts. They're super soft shirts. You can get them online. If you get them at the shows, you uh, you get to donate to charities. And, um, yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. You're a good person if you have a shirt. If you wear the shirt, tag me in it too, by the way, because I share that and uh, I give that money to Parkinson's Foundation. So you can be a good person. Do that. Check out the podcast wherever you listen. Subscribe, review, tell your friends, and check out our sponsors. Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My... Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Um, PaulFComedy.com, you can get your shirt, as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to. Or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime tv call someone that really knows what they're doing someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in chicago and beyond my good friend attorney scott shapiro he is your man give him a call here's the thing he also handles entertainment law whether you're a comedian a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro. 312-627-1650, Scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. We have no voice of reason on this episode, but we don't need one because we have a very reasonable guest, a very funny comedian, Leah Bishop. Did I say it right? You did. Okay. Leah Bishop, and reasonable is generous. Okay. Why do you say that? Um, I don't know that I would be known as the voice of the voice of reason. Well, the voice of reason is usually someone that's my co-host that uh, is married in a successful relationship. Uh, but lately, I've just been doing it without a voice of reason because I'm like, eh, I'm pretty reasonable at this point. So probably more fun that way yeah well sometimes but it, then it becomes a shit show where everyone just shits on marriage and stuff like that so sometimes well we'll see we'll see where we go <laughs> leah you're single why is that very much so why um that is that's the question okay that's the question everyone wants to know do you do um, you want to get married and have kids and live uh the traditional life um no i'm totally kidding no i definitely don't want kids okay um 
which I feel like is kind of at the age where that comes up earlier than later. Okay. I'm 32. Okay. And I feel like that can kind of be a deal breaker pretty early on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, right now to be honest, I'm single and I probably will try not to talk about long COVID too much, but I do right. have pretty bad long COVID. Yeah. You talked about it. A lot of people need to know that some people, you know, I, I kind of joke about it on stage cause I've had COVID twice now. And, uh, yeah, there are, there, you're, you're experiencing the, the downsides of yeah. COVID long term. I, I got a pretty bad case. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty rough. Like I'm, I'm on disability. I'm not working. I mean, it's, Sucks. I wouldn't say I'm the most eligible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really. Well, I mean, it, the good news is that uh, what when I got COVID the first time, um, all of a sudden everybody was, because I had it in the prime of the pandemic, you were then now uh, eligible to go on dates. Like people were hitting me up to go out because they're like, I'm safe. You right, know what I mean? Right. Because it's almost like another level of uh, like STDs with COVID because you're like, well, I don't want I don't know where this person has been. How, you know, you go on there and like when you were dating, I don't know if you were dating during the pandemic, but you'd have to go on their Instagram and be like, how responsible is this person? Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I got COVID November 1st of last year. Last year. OK. Um, the first one. <laughs> right. And just the garden variety. COVID. Yeah. And my symptoms were bad, but I was never hospitalized and I had yeah. a fever. I was pretty sick for a couple of days and I was so careful. That's what's so maddening is I was so careful. I know. I tell people this time, like, I'm like, if I got it this time, everyone's getting it. I'm Cause like, it's had I known I was going to get it without <laughs> leaving my apartment building. Cause I think I got it in my building elevator. Yeah. Like I would have been at Magic Party, City. I would have been right. at strip clubs this whole time. What am I doing? <laughs> I got it the first time, like within days of being in Florida. Like they just didn't give a fuck. There yeah, that checks there. out. But, that's not... but how did it, uh, were you dating during the pandemic? So I actually, I met a guy at a bar um, during the pandemic, which probably says a lot. Well, about you weren't me. very responsible <laughs> then. You're like, so weird. No. I got pandemic. I don't know how I got it. I was at the bars <laughs> every fucking night. Yeah. But the, the week I did get it, I was very careful. Or Yeah, I was very careful. Understood, so yeah. I guess it was a matter of time. Yeah. So we met um, just two degenerates looking to get out of the house. Because I had just moved to Chicago in May 2020 from Atlanta. Oh, wow. Okay. So I moved up here. I didn't know anybody. Right. I moved up here. I had to hurry and get a place because my job, I moved up for a job. They were like, the office is going to open up June 1st. Um, it didn't even open up this June 1st. Right. It's so close. <laughs> so I moved up here. Everything's closed. I don't know anybody. So mm-hmm. I just was at... How'd you meet this guy? At the bar? Yes, at a bar. So, um, wow. You don't see like... That's the thing we talk about a lot on the show and people like write in and yell at me, but it's you can't do that anymore. I really don't think that's possible. No. It's, how um, did this How did this come about? He approached you? I, I, was, I was alone. I went to go watch a Georgia football game. Okay. Um, and he was with the table and that table was a bunch of guys, just a random mix of the locals. Right. It was Max. Have you ever been to Max on a division? Yeah. Yeah. It's that one. So it's just a okay. good neighborhood. That's a good bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I was alone. One of them started bothering me or sent me a shot or something. And okay. Then, um, and then, you know, they were all shit faced and sure. I was leaving. He's like, Nicole, where are you going? I was like, mm, <laughs> mm, I'm going home, boo. I'm going home. <laughs> And we dated for eight months afterwards. <laughs> really? Yeah. High standards. How, okay. So let me ask you this. You were sitting at the bar. Did How long did you guys talk at the bar? Um, I mean, for the game. And okay. I was, so I was, he left his group to come sit with you yeah. or you and went I, and I kind of went and sat and okay, hung out gotcha. with them. Um, 
And I was pretty drunk, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Those were the days. Um, yeah, safety first. Uh, yeah. So you got the, that's it, that's <laughs> it. You met this guy. So we met, and then we, we met up another time. This was like September. Um, but you weren't dating yet? No, we okay. hung out there, and then I hung out with him one more time. I was like, eh, not that interested. And then I got back, I guess, after Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah, we'll see what's up with him. Okay. <laughs> um, and we, we dated for a while. Um, I actually broke up with him on my birthday. Okay. Andrew is his name. Um, well, don't tell people names. <laughs> well, it's fine. <laughs> He's not going to read this. <laughs> I'm sure okay. he'll listen to it. Okay, fine. Because um, he actually is. That's um, We broke up, but he is like my caregiver, more or less, oh, for wow. long COVID. Um, okay. So it's... I don't know. Like you guys are still on yeah, good terms. Still on very good terms. That's good. Um, so it's tough. It's kind of more of a best friend than it is a, an ex. Okay. Um, so it's an interesting situation. Yeah. That's um, weird. Well, so it, at least it was a positive uh, bar experience. Usually, uh, relationships that start at bars. Well, I shouldn't say usually, but bars now, you don't really have a positive experience from a date. I would say that's kind of what I throughout the relationship. So we met at this bar and when we met, I mean, everything was closed. Right. So at the time we're like, eh, we'll just go to max cause it's open. <laughs> we go to whatever was open and it was fine. There was never much effort in the mm -hmm. relationship because there didn't have to be, there couldn't be. Well, it was like, it was a COVID relationship. Right. So. And then once things started opening up and I kind of realized that's what he still wanted to do was yeah. to go to max um, you're like, I don't know. Now yeah, the world just, is open. I want to go out. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of real. And we're in just kind of different places. Like Chicago is new to me. He's been here for eight or nine years. Right. So the novelty has worn off where right. it's, it's my first year here. So. so you came here for a job. I wanted to move to Chicago. Okay. I wanted to move to Chicago. Um, you grew up in I, Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Um, how was dating? How's dating there in Atlanta? Were you in a serious relationship there ever? I was, I moved around to good bit okay <laughs> so i i went to college at uga grew up in atlanta went to uga came back worked for the braves for a couple years which was fun nice. um and then moved to australia okay wait what <laughs> yeah just <laughs> for what why not okay it's one of the only countries as an american you can get a uh, work study visa or work okay. holiday so I how long did you live in australia a for? year okay there for a year okay um, so what's the longest you've been in a relationship so hmm Let's start with that. I guess about two and a half years. Okay. That was in college and right oh, after that doesn't college. Count. Yeah, your does, brain's that's not like, formed that, yet. That's that's what I thought. Okay. Um, Post twenty five. Yeah. So actually, I met a girl in Australia. We worked at a restaurant together, and then before moving to Chicago, so I guess two thousand nineteen. Um, I traveled for a couple more months. <laughs> kind of a theme there. I'll work for a couple years, travel. Work for a couple years, mm -hmm. travel. And she was German. Uh, I met up with her. She saw I was traveling in Europe. I was in Amsterdam. She's like, come over. Sure. Okay. While I was there, she set me up with her friend. She's like, just go get a free meal out of it. Why not? In Germany. <laughs> in Germany. Um, I ended up canceling my trips. We went to Berlin together and we dated for like nine months. Really? Yeah. Staying in Germany? <laughs> I or stayed in, I, I, so I was going to keep traveling. I was going to meet my mom in Portugal um, okay. I really just thought it was going to be a one night stand and a free <laughs> free dinner, yeah. Wiener schnitzel, whatever. <laughs> right, right. And um, I don't know. We just kept in touch and I got back home and kind of missed him and flew back and forth a couple of times. Met up in South America once. Um, he speaks English? He does. Okay. Good enough. 
um, Good, <laughs> there yeah. was definitely a couple times. I mean, when, accents are cool, but I feel like a German accent's not. You know, it's not it's like scary. sexy. Yeah, especially uh, yeah. if you have Jewish blood, I think. The sense of humor didn't always translate. Dry? They d- yeah, they don't really pick up on sarcasm yeah. that much. and yeah. That's true. And it's, I mean, it's tough. It's hard to have it's hard enough to be funny in your native language let alone in sure <laughs> right right your second well what okay so nine months with that dude uh have you gone a year uh post 25 not recently okay i don't think i have Mm-mm. so what uh you, you said you didn't want to have kids but you do want to get married a traditional marriage probably why probably because I haven't found that person. It's no, so hard for me to... Like, I mean, like, what do you... Why do you think that? Is it because you've been trained... Are, are, your, are your parents married? Yeah, okay. parents are married. You're from um, you're from Georgia, so I feel like... People marry traditional, young. Yeah, you guys get married at 12 there, right? My sister married her high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, married 21, I think. Um, Dear God. Yeah. They're still married? They are. I think if you stay in the South or, say, in a small town... Uh, you get married young, you'll stay, you'll stay together because you don't, you don't experience like, you don't know what else is out there. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to go to the Hershey factory again. I don't, I don't it's, know. I guess it's just different. I mean, yeah. my sister. Simpler life. We're Easier. Yeah. yeah. She probably looks at my life and is like, oh, there's Leah just <laughs> traveling around the world looking for herself. Getting, going around <laughs> getting COVID something. every, every year. <laughs> yeah. Look for some. What are you, what do you think? Uncircumcised Australian dicks. Oh, is that, you're into uncircumcised mm, no, dick? No. Just I actually <laughs> don't think I've encountered one in okay. all my years abroad. Okay. Um, my German He was circumcised? At 18. Oh. Doesn't that sound terrible? Why did he do it then? Why didn't his parents do it then? Yeah, wait, why, he chose to get circumcised at 18? Yeah. I think, it, can it be kind of a health or hygiene issue? I think on? lately they've been saying, lately it's, uh, they're not doing it as much. I heard, I heard, I could be wrong, but I know my friend has a joke about it where he's like, the circumcised dicks are going to be the minority like soon. Cause they realize like, you don't have to, you can have a covered wagon now, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So he decided it wasn't for religious reasons. He just did it for sanitary purposes. I think so. Or what the I don't, fuck? I don't know. I didn't ask too many you. questions. I just remember he told me the anesthesia like wore off too early. Oh and God! I, yeah, we we're just talking about pain one time or something. Pain um, thresholds. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. You know, I don't know how that came up. I don't. Okay. Know. <laughs> but Fair he enough. was telling me about that, Fair and enough. he was like, "That was the most painful thing." I'm I, sure. I was like, I. Can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's insane. Like, I would never in a million years want to do that. I don't know why someone would do that. Anyway, so you, um, okay, so. <laughs> Sorry, did I throw you off with uncertainty? No, dicks? it's fine. <laughs> what What is it that you, um, what are you learning in these relationships that you, like, what have you learned? What do you want? What do you not want? Mm. What, why do you want? I, I mean, probably you, want what I can't have. Okay. I think I get, I get bored. Okay. And generally, I'm, I get restless as a person. Okay. Um, and I think I get restless in relationships. Okay. Well, what, what have you, when you've been in, you've been in Chicago now for a year, over a year now? Yeah. Okay. So have you used uh, online dating at all? I did when I first got here. Okay. And? Um, it was fun. I mean, I kind of go into dating apps with the approach of, I mean, best case scenario, I'll meet a new person and they're cool. Yeah. Or I guess that's worst case. Eh, no, there could be way worse cases. No, there could be a lot of worse um, cases. 
but I don't go in with it like thinking I'm going to meet the man of my right. dreams. It's a date. Yeah, it's that's like, a good. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look at any date, and especially online dating because you're going to find. You know, I, I've had positive experiences from it, um, but I also. Do you just meet up with people based on like what are the things that make you swipe t- towards them? Like physical, obviously, but what are there other things that are like? Oh, mm, yeah, that's why it's tough. I'm I'm pretty picky. Okay, what are um, what are the what are the things that are? If you I mean, lined up all the dudes, what do they look like that you've gone out with? I think other that's than, what's tough for me is with dating apps. Is that I've found most of my relationships that I have gotten bored with have been initially based on looks. Okay. Which is, I mean, natural. That's usually how That's you meet somebody. That's how everything works. Yeah. yeah. But the people I have been most attracted to, it's people I've gotten to know more so. Okay. Um, so it it's starts. things you wouldn't necessarily pick up on on a dating app and hmm. things, which is so hard to. So uh, other than the bar at Max's, have you met other people in real life then? Since you've been in Chicago? In Chicago. In real that you've life, gone on dates um, with? I'm, when I first got here, I was in West Town or in mm-hmm. West Loop for a couple months. Okay, um, that's so a fun was, area. Yeah, so I was always go down to that uh, one bar, the Black Barrel, mm-hmm. Black Hole, something, <laughs> one of those. Sure. Um, I met a I met a group of guys there. Um, you meet these groups of guys. <laughs> well, because you're well, by I'm yourself. Alone. Yeah, and I'm very com- because I travel so much alone. I'm yeah. so comfortable with just going to a bar and posting. Right. Up, which is one of the hardest things for moving to a new city during yeah. COVID. Absolutely. I realize how much I miss that. Right. Or even now that I'm not drinking because of COVID, um, I realize how much I miss just going and sitting at a bar and yeah, people watching or talking to strangers. Yeah. I mean, but you got to be, there's like a safety concern too, obviously, but you seem like you're, you're alert and aware of your surroundings. But other than that, like, yeah, I think that's good. But the problem is don't, for every group of guys that are, you welcome how many are you getting where just like complete trash or just like people you're not attracted to? Yeah. Or do you talk to them too? Cause it, it you're de- Southern. Sure. It depends. No, I'm definitely not that Southern girl who are humor anybody. Um, my friends would get mad at me because I would turn people away. They're like, Leo, we could have used those free drinks. It's oh like, God. <laughs> bitches, I will pay for the drinks if it right. means we don't have to talk to these people. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've, yeah, I've, that's the experience I've had where, you know, all my life, um, I met people at bars. Every girl that I dated, I met at a bar, mostly after two a.m. Because that's when I, well, yeah. I was get I would get confidence uh, to that's talk. When the to lights girls. come on, you gotta go right. for the hail mary. That's true. <laughs> that's true too. I that's the last two girlfriends I had. Serious were like, at uh, I think I met at Burton's place. But anyway, um, my point is that that's how you would meet people. Now I feel like most women are like you, where guys they're like right away they're like, don't talk to me. It depends. I think I'm... Unless you're, like, super yeah, attractive. I think it can be intimidating when people are in big groups, maybe because a lot of times I'm alone. Mm-hmm. I'm more approachable. Um, I feel like I'm, I don't know, I'm pretty easy to read. Okay. If I want to entertain this conversation or not. Sure. I can shut it down pretty quickly. Okay. Um, I think, there, I mean, there's different types of free drinks. There's someone, <laughs> like, there's a, like, a sleazy. You can tell where they're just creepy and Well, smell if you like, go to the Viagra Triangle, you'll probably get, like, <laughs> right. older dudes. Smell hitting like Dracar Noir or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just Italian. terrible. It's coming back. Uh, yeah. Those are the ones I'm like, I'm not wasting my time. But if it's a nice person, I might not be attracted to them. Yeah. But they seem like a genuinely For those wondering, person, sure. Viagra Triangle is an area in Chicago, the Gold Coast, where elder men hang out and try to pick up younger women who are 
uh, to be like sugar daddies, I think. That's it looks like, like the they're goal. tailgating. They yeah. like sit out there like right. chairs, plastic chairs. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm going to be there in like five years. I think I'm going to go get my Porsche so I could have my full midlife crisis. Dream but big. Yeah. So, okay. So um, you talked about obviously physical appearance is what first draws you to people. But what are the things that when you start talking and you see them, like what are the things that are your your – turn-ons i guess for lack of a better word what are you looking for in a relationship that guys it's uh that yeah. you meet like i think a lot of like maybe it's easier to say what isn't don't, yeah yeah i always say i always start with that normally but someone said they're tired of me asking that question like what are your deal breakers yeah but I mean, I, it's just kind of things you realize sure what are they more important i mean the attraction i think and the passion has to be there right um which i think it's tough as i get older because you start to be maybe settle or things like, well, you need things settle, that yeah. are more, more practical right. or you just start caring more about credit scores than <laughs> about how good Absolutely, the sex is. Yeah. But that's a, a big part for me. Sure. Like I think I'm a pretty sexual person and I know that's something that's important to me. Right. Um, I mean, sense of humor. I think that's, okay. that's tough. I've realized that's been missing in race relationships like with a German, German. or yeah, yeah, it's just not quite there. Well, it's going to be hard. Um, have you had guys approach you after shows when you're doing comedy? Mm. I had a guy and his girlfriend approach me. Yeah. Um, probably. Okay. Not that I can think you of. You haven't gone out with any of them, of though? Recently. No, I okay. haven't. I think I can think of. Mm-hmm. I haven't really met anybody through comedy. So what are the what are the deal breakers you've learned? Uh, if they don't have a sense of humor, obviously. What about, like, you're a baseball fan? What if they don't know anything about baseball? That's um, not a deal breaker. No. Music? It used, it, it used to be. Okay. I think it used to be more of a deal breaker. Um, okay. What are the I other mean, they ones? Have to ha- I think a deal breaker would be if there's no, if they have no interest. In baseball? Um, no, just in anything. In anything. Okay. In anything. Well, what are, the, what are the things that like, uh, uh, you said sense of humor, but like, what if they have a different, see, like someone said this a while ago, if you go to a comedy show on a date and you guys are laughing at the same things, mm-hmm. that means you're going to, you have a common thing Mm -hmm. but uh sometimes you'll go out with someone and they're laughing at the stuff that you don't think is funny and you're like oh fuck like what do you do now like what if their favorite comedian is like i don't know i always shit on (laughs) jeff dunham on the show i feel so bad he's probably a really nice guy but like once i mean i i had a girl once told me that she like loved jay leno uh, over Conan or Letterman or something back at Vegas, I was like, oh, I can't talk to him. Oh, been nice knowing you. Yeah, <laughs> even though I, you know, Jay Leno's a great stand-up comic. But are there stuff like that where you like have a strong feeling about something or um, rivalries I mean, with Georgia? Politics is tough. Okay. My ex, most recent, my ex slash caregiver, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, voted for Trump. Okay, both times. Mm. First time everyone can make a mistake. <laughs> Only the second. Oh, no. I yeah. Know. It's tough. It's tough. Um, and, and I didn't. That's I, a common deal breaker. I, yeah. Lately. I mean, his was all about the financial part of sure. it, which I, is not relevant to me. Mm-hmm. Um, where that's why he has a good credit score, probably. Yeah, though. For sure. That's <laughs> um, why his, I like driving his Tesla. Actually, yeah, whatever here. Um, I didn't. I thought I could kind of look past it. Yeah. I found myself getting angry. It I, pops I would get up. angry at him mm-hmm. when Trump would do things. I would find myself mad yeah. and I would, I don't know, anytime there was 
abortion bills would pop up, I would get mad at him. Right. And his. This I mean, is because of you. Right. And my and I'm not political enough to argue with him. Right. I care more about the social Women's aspects. rights. Yeah, the right, social issues. Rather than I do. Yeah. Economical. So and I don't know enough or want to engage him. Right. In it, debates, and he was the kind who is very political. I'm like, I don't. This isn't fun for me. Right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Trump. Yeah. It, it's. Uh. It was a time. It came up a lot, I think, um, in the last five years. A lot of people who weren't political all of a sudden had to be political. Um, and it was fun for me as a former political person who doesn't want to get into politics anymore but knows a lot about it when people would bring it up and they don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, well, actually, because I'm kind of like all over the place politically, but um, i definitely not a Trump fan. But anyway. Is it a deal breaker for you? Uh, it is, yeah, the second time. Vote for the first time, it's okay. Yeah, that's my rule. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, just that was... we just talked about this. My friend and I were talking about it this weekend because she had a date, and she said, "Is it a deal breaker?" I'm like, "Well, if they voted the first time, I'd be okay." Fully once. Yeah, I think everyone kind of voted. I mean, everyone. There weren't a lot of whatever. It's political. People have their opinions. I, you know, my dad is a diehard Republican. Uh, you know, I grew up with a lot of Republican friends. I have a lot of friends who are. But this is different, I think. It, yeah. it transcends political beliefs. It does. It would bother me that he wouldn't own up to it either. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, you don't tell people that. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm going to tell people that. Especially, I mean, I think you'll see that more in like the South. I think uh, when I was brief, briefly living in Florida during the pandemic, like I would see people that you're like, oh, you're like, still? Like people, like they'd be like, uh, you know, in the in the apps they'd be like i'm a republican i'm be like still Damn. like now you don't want to talk about <laughs> that now yeah yeah it's embarrassing. but i think that um i think now i think we're at a point where it's like okay well now the the far left is in control or the left is in control and now people can shit on biden all they want so it's, it's all good so political is obviously one uh what about like other things like are there things that you're passionate about that they need to that they need to know about or or have an opinion about, or like fuck it, credit score and and <laughs> circumcised like, dick is all I need. I mean, it depends on. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, depends on how choosy I can get. I'd like to have a similar taste in music. I yeah, think that's helpful because that is. Are you not a music snob though? I used to be kind of a music snob, and that would like of. deal breaker for me. But no, yeah, it it depends. Um, like my most recent ex listens to a lot of. I don't know white people music. I don't know. I don't know. That could be it, anything. It's, um, I, d- I don't. I would describe my music taste as not white people. Okay. Generally speaking, um, like I listen to a lot of R and B. Okay. Or rap, hip hop. Sure. Um, with occasional, I'll listen to rock and rock and roll every now and then. But um, he was a Jason Aldean no, fan. No, God, <laughs> country is a deal breaker. Really? Country music. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. My head. I used to hate country, and I I got into it because a friend of mine got me into country. No, no, I, I used like to be into parts it. Of it. No, I not Jason Aldean though. He's kind of a douche. Yeah, no, I get angry when I hear country music. Yeah, I, I start to get anxious. Huh, there's um, good stuff out there. Some of it's okay. I like old country music. Okay. Like I'll listen to like Garth Brooks and Alan Jackson. Sure. And Reba McIntyre and Reba. <laughs> so what are the what are the other deal breakers? What are the okay? Let's let's say we got a guy here. We you match with a guy. What what are the what are the guys that you typically look for in in uh, physical physicalities? If do they all kind of look the same? Do you have like a type? 
I don't like blondes. Okay. I don't like guys who look. That's so funny. No, I don't. Blonde girls hate blonde dudes. They I, always date like darker guys. Yeah, I don't. That's so like, funny. I think because I was hooking up with this blonde guy once. I lived down in, um, <laughs> you know, watercolor down in in Florida between Seaside and Destin no, on 30A. No, um, I don't know shit about I geography. Thought you, I thought you knew all about Florida. I just know like Sarasota, Tampa, and Naples. Okay, so this <laughs> is on, on the Gulf, but I lived down, we worked at a resort one summer, okay. which was so fun. Uh, it was like summer after freshman year in college, so a bunch of us, our friends were just working at this five-star resort, mm-hmm. and um, it was very typical like summer How love. old were you? Freshman year in college. College, so like okay. 21, 20. Okay. No, I was... I was 20. 20, yeah. I definitely had a fake ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we could just go out and get hammered. And we worked at the at the kids' camp. Okay. They, like where the rich people would just drop off their kids and then go to the spa and the sure. beach all day. So yeah. we just would take the kids to the beach all day and get paid fun, 16 yeah. bucks an hour. Yeah. yeah. Great money. Um, but I was hooking up with this one guy. Same age? A um, couple years older. Okay. Yeah. It was very much like summer loving. Um, right. But somebody once asked if that was my brother oh because thinking he about what we did the <laughs> night before i was like i'm never oh, dating no. a blonde again <laughs> it's so funny uh my two friends who are like bleach blonde dudes they're dating women who are not like they're one is uh married to an asian woman and the other one is married to like a uh, half middle eastern half black woman yeah. It's just, I think it's like, and, and if you look at all the girls I've dated, they all have blonde hair, red hair. Opposites. So it's, yeah, it's just kind of like a thing. That's funny. Okay. So, um, not blonde guys that leaves 85% of the population. Not Good credit blonde. score is circumcised. No Trumpies. No Trumpies. Um, it's a huge turnoff if there's, I mean, I know it's cliche, but the gym selfies or, oh yeah, I appreciate someone who takes care of themselves. Have, uh, have guys been sending you dick pics during the pandemic? Not unsolicited. Oh, okay. Oh, so you ask for them. <laughs> Usually people ask. Can if I they send can. you one? Yes. And you say sure. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would you want to see it? I, I'm not why judging. I'm just curious because I think guys' dicks are not attractive. I think it's like more like utilitarian. <laughs> it's nice to know what you're working with. Okay. You That's fair enough. But I, the, I was just arguing with a friend of mine. Well, also you could check for photos. bumps and shit too, and yeah, circumcisions. Right. <laughs> like, when did you get circumcised? Eighteen. Okay. Um, that's funny. Okay, that's good to know. I I always thought like it was like uh, it was just an aggressive mood. I just figured guys wouldn't do that anymore. But I guess it's still usually, happening. Not early. Not okay. early on. Usually. Oh. Um, no, I've never. And do you reciprocate and send them shit? Depends. Okay. So there's <laughs> there's pictures of you out there that you of people that you're no longer dating. Does I that give you not. anxiety? I hope well, not. What I do you know, think? They I, delete it? You well, think guys are deleting those? Well, you can do like vanish mode. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I, I should have gone on Snapchat. On Snapchat? Yeah, you can do like vanish mode or you can send them to Instagram. You know, like you take a picture and it disappears. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So when you're in your messages on the left-hand side, when you, uh-huh. if you like just take a picture in the app. Oh, right, right, right. Those. Okay. Um, and then it'll tell you if you, they take a screenshot. Right. That's true. They do that on Snapchat too. Yeah. It's, um, it, it gets tricky because sometimes you'll like, <laughs> I'll take them on my camera roll. 
yeah. obviously for the better okay. camera and then upload them. But um, I got to remember to delete any like nudes or things. Yeah, There's they're so always many on times the phone. Like, you could put them in a private folder on your I gotta phone. I got to start too. doing that so I don't actually <laughs> select it all. And Accidentally, send yeah. Send it with my grandmother's pictures. <laughs> Have you, uh, what about your in terms of career stuff? Like, are you dating these? Because you have a day job still, or well, you're on disability, but you are doing comedy sometimes still, right? You're yes. still doing comedy. Yeah, when I can, I've kind of. Have you avoided the the comedians, or have you made a mistake already? I have not. I okay. have not. Good. Not really in Atlanta. I hooked up with a comic once, just a random. Like, While you were a comedian. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, but it was it was fine, and it okay. was. I don't think anyone ever really knew. It was kind of like a funny. Whoops. In Atlanta, um, you mean, or here? In Atlanta. Okay. No, I haven't. I haven't Good. gotten in the Chicago scene yet. It's like uh, with uh, the younger, new female comics. Like it's just it's fun to watch all these older comics. Like like oh, it's like they're like oh it's like fresh meat, like freshmen coming <laughs> like in, and they're like oh it's exactly like that, and I just feel so bad. Like I was at a show. And I saw like these younger women and it's funny because like Marty DeRosa and I talk about it a lot because uh, people will ask you like, what are your, what's your advice? Cause he used to teach, I'm, I'm sure people just be like, don't fuck comedians. Don't yeah. fuck. It's not going to end well for you. Like, cause the girl's always the one that gets fucked over in the situation. And everyone unfortunately. talks. Yeah. Everyone talks. Right. And so many of them all live together. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. I don't want to wake up for breakfast with six other comedians. <laughs> the rest of the lineup on futons, right? Like, oh, that's no, fair. I don't know. It's, it's tough though because that's such an easy way to meet people, right? I mean, and they when, have a sense of humor, and you're, but it's there's a reason why you don't shit where you work. It's yeah, a, it's a thing, especially with people. We don't have an HR department. I've said it a thousand oh, times yeah. on this podcast. I'm sorry, but it's true. We don't have that, and and. Uh, grievances are griefed in public or on so, stage it's just such a it's so shared <laughs> everyone's i just feel like everyone's kind of been with everyone already like there's too many mm, yeah I maybe know. i but feel like everyone i if i was to ask about somebody like oh yeah they used to I date so and so they oh, used to yeah, sleep yeah, with yeah. so and so it's like nah i've already lost interest yeah that's um, true too but I, it's i've also always tried to avoid that like at the braves that was very Working in a major league baseball. Did you ever office. hook up with a, f- a professional athlete? Mm, regrettably, no. Oh I no, did not. I've parted with them. They were very fun. But, yeah, but again, that was fun. like I was never really like when my friends would always be trying to get free drinks or like right. trying to go home with Chipper Jones. I, I didn't really have that mindset. <laughs> like I legitimately want to talk to them about the sure. game. Like right. I just never really. I, I don't know. I've never been very aggressive at flirting. Even in college, like a lot of my friends would always go home with somebody uh-huh were you in a sorority i like? was so you'd think i'd have it you, yeah you <laughs> have, have like made. you have that ability no but, but don't they teach you flirting your first year of, of pledgeship i don't maybe i just don't come on strong enough or i've always kind of been like even as a kid i was kind of hang back and observe okay and i even with like baseball players i never yeah <laughs> i don't know it didn't that wasn't appealing to me just partly because of the implications of that like of that doesn't look great if that gets well out. you're working you, there right right because i actually want to work in baseball again like right. i'm not there absolutely to sleep with jason hayward <laughs> although given the opportunity <laughs> i would sleep with jason hayward that's funny you mentioned <laughs> given him the chance because <laughs> he's literally my favorite he's my literally my favorite cup he's fun he for five he fucking party years that much because no he's a he's a that's well, we'll yeah. t- after the show we'll talk because <laughs> my, my first year there um i mean i was 21 so it was freddie freeman's first year oh, right. he was 
21. It's turning into a baseball podcast. (laughs) What? Okay. So I forgot how we even got there. We're talking about hooking up with professional athletes. Oh yeah. But so that was really incestuous. People would hook up with, I mean, there's a bunch of marriages in the staff. I'm like, I don't know. Well, it's, it's, it's the South. Everything goes below the Mason Dixon line. Okay. So who are you going to date now? That's the thing. What are you going to, we haven't really, really, we know that obviously they have to have a good credit score. They can send dick pics, (laughs) not solicit, not unsolicited permission first. Um, no blondes. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of options here. What about age, age the most Do you go younger? Age is important. I'm glad you asked. Um, I'm glad you asked. Um, I don't go younger. Okay. I never have historically some 32. Okay. What's the, what about what about if it's like a 50-year-old dude mm-hmm. who has a Tesla, voted for Biden, great credit score, hilarious. Um I get uh, I can't remember what my five settings are on Let's dating see, apps. I, I think, think my settings are like 35 to 45. Yeah, that's good. That's I good say age 45 for you. Yeah. My, 50 might be pushing it. 50's older, yeah. I'm 32, yeah. Mhm. I mean it's because I don't want kids, that opens it up a little bit more. Um, yeah, that's true too. What if they already have kids? Ooh, you know, I've thought about that. I think it depends on the relationship with the ex. Mm-hmm. It depends on the kid. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of baby mama yeah. drama. It, I think it depends on, yeah. on the relationship and how much I care about that guy. Because I do like kids. I just don't want them. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a, well, it's. Most women your age want to have kids, so you're in a demographic where it opens up a lot. Because I know older guys in their 40s, uh, for me, I won't date a woman in their 30s if they want to have kids. Because I'm like, I don't want to waste their time yeah. Like in two years if things are still stagnant. And they're like, why Why'd you just wasted my prime fertile years? You want kids? No. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I like dating women who have kids because then I feel like they have a priority. I don't like being anyone's priority. I like to be like, all right, we'll go get food once a week. That's a great point. I feel like a lot of times that's something that kind of comes up. I mean, comedy is hard when you're dating outside of comedy because I think part of the reason I'm single lately is I'm 100% selfish. I mean, right now with long COVID, I have to be. It's yeah, worry about me. yourself. It's, it's not selfish. It's just being right. taking care of yourself. Right. So like right now, dating is kind of a weird. Anyways, I'm not because of long COVID. I'm not drinking. I'm on a strict diet. Like I, I'm not very fun to date. Anyways, I can't do regular things. I don't. I don't drink, so I, I I go out with people. There's a lot of people that like to to be sober. Sober dating. So that yeah, that's new for me. I don't know what to. Yeah, it's I'm, harder. I'm still in the mindset of I'm gonna get healthy. So I'm like kind of in this weird mindset of who I used to be before COVID, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know who to search for. Like, do I search for people who drink or don't? Will I drink again? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. you'll be fine. My interests have changed a lot with COVID because right now I can't go to concerts or do things that are really triggering like that. Right. So it's, it's just weird to. You can't go to concerts? No, I get. Freaked out. Just the sound. I'm, it's oh, almost like sensitive. I'm kind of autistic sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like screens, certain screens, scrolling, reading, it just exhausts me. It gets mm-hmm. really triggering. Um, certain noises, I just get super triggered. And 
anxious well, and headaches. It's it's the craziest. You thing. have to date an old dude then because they hate loud noises <laughs> too. I'm like, wait, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> my friend changes setting to fifty. <laughs> yeah, like, he <laughs> likes little Italian. You go to like nice Italian restaurants where where they have like violins and shit. It's really quiet mm-hmm. and soothing for your long COVID. And then they'll uh, just give me a sugar daddy. Can yeah. Pay for my spa and massages yeah. and my whole foods. They can be a doctor too. Maybe they can help you with that. You know what? I was hoping I would find one out of this. I was like, there's gotta be a silver lining coming. Hell yeah. Well, hopefully. Silver lining. Also be a great name for adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> silver linings. We're trying to find the silver linings in COVID. Yeah. Um, there's, I found so, a few, but yeah, that, that's fine. We're, yeah. So I don't, I gotta, I want to start dating. I mean, it's tough when I have my ex as a caregiver. That's kind of a He's a not living with you, though, right? No, but I I see him and talk to him daily. Yeah. And Is he dating himself? No. So he still wants more, probably? I don't know. Yeah. I've, it's been really tricky because I've... Have you brought other guys around to him? No. Yeah, it's and just I haven't, again, I haven't made an... I haven't been well enough to even think about dating recently. Yeah. Um, but th- I think that's going to be tough mm-hmm. because I've... There was a while. It's to the point now where I need his help. I yeah. was kind of rejecting it for a while because I was like, I, mm-hmm. I can't accept your help if it's under the terms that you think we're going to get back together. Right. Like I, I don't know if I'm going to be healthy again. Sure. I I'm not thinking about that right now. Every um, day, just take day by day. So it's kind of it, and it's it's been good. I mean, one of the reasons I broke up with him was he was kind of emotionally detached. And he knows this about himself. And Most guys are. But it was, I mean, I broke up with him on my birthday. I, huh. I, I walked in and I remember the first thing he said to me on my birthday was, hey, do you have any Adderall I can have? And I was like, what? Did he know it was your birthday? Yeah. Oh. He texted me happy birthday that morning. I was like, you're not going to tell me happy birthday? In person? He's like, well, I texted you. I was like, you texted me happy birthday, period. Maybe he has Asperger's. I was, I was like, what? Oh. My Botox clinic sent me a longer <laughs> happy birthday message than you did. Because they gave you 20% off. <laughs> so I think I'd like to think that we are. They have to remember your he birthday. Because now they do. Um, they have to make an effort. Make an effort. Um, but, I mean, I, I hope he doesn't, this doesn't come across as I'm shitting on him. Because he is a great person. And yeah, it sounds like he's now taking care done of done a 180 and. Sh- he learned how to handle extreme emotions and sure like to think that something, I don't know. He's learning. I'm learning. Fair. So. Well, maybe it'll work out. Well, yeah. we're, we're out of time. So we'll have to have you come back and let us know what happens with, uh, Tesla, Andrew, <laughs> and, uh, and if that works out or if you go out on these dates and, and, uh, and, uh, find this doctor who can help you with a good credit score and, and, uh, solicited dick pics i mean i am going straight to viagra triangles so. i think that's i think that's a good move for you i will see you there all right leah where can people find out more about you uh in your upcoming shows and stuff like that on the facebook on instagram leah bia it's l-e-a-h-b-i-a 404 okay um, so leah bia in high school i mean i'm from atlanta so of course Lil john came out with oh, bia bia yeah, yeah. leah bia well, it's time to change that. Although somebody <laughs> recently informed me that my screen name kind of looks like Labia 404. It does. So, you I know. do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's good for you. Any publicity is good for publicity, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> 
Well, thanks, Leah, for coming on, and, and uh, we'll have you back on soon, hopefully, with some new information. Uh, thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. But I'm still standing on my feet.